I get to spend some time today with the chair of the Lancaster County Board of Supervisors, Rick Vest. We get together at this time every month to talk about county business because it's important what goes on in the county sometimes affects us here in the urban boundaries and vice versa. Rick, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to talk with you again, Dale. Always am interested when I find out that leaders at whatever level meet outside their area of uh, jurisdiction with others who are at that same level. And that's what county commissioners did, set up a tri-county meeting between Lancaster County, Sarpy County, and Douglas County to talk about commonalities and talk about differences. Legislative priorities, one of the topics. Tell us what was discussed, Rick. Dale, appreciate you bringing that up. We, uh, we did meet with county commissioners and some other officials from both Sarpy and Douglas County. Uh, very, it was our year to host, so we had a, a really good meeting at the uh, Lincoln Children's Zoo, and they got to experience all the, or some of the highlights of the zoo. A very informative day, good discussion, and it, I guess just a couple of highlights. Lancaster County is trying to call attention to a couple of problems that involve the state. One is the waiting time for prisoners at the Lincoln Regional Center. Uh, you know, that is the only place that the state allows them to be restored to mental competency if they're unable to be competent to stand trial. And that facility is uh, very crowded and it causes long delays. That's, we'd like to call attention to that and maybe motivate the state to uh, make some changes there. And another one is the Medicare reimbursement rates are not keeping up with costs, causing all kinds of problems for people providing services to uh, Med Medicaid recipients. So when we had these discussions on uh, last last Thursday, uh, we got real strong support from both Sarpy and Douglas counties on the mental health care issue. Uh, it's a problem in all three of those counties, and those three counties uh, have about 56% of the population of the state, and so likely to have about that percentage of problems with the health care issues that are currently going on. That was the big one that uh, we came away saying we have to coordinate our efforts on. And the other one was the infrastructure. Uh, there's a sense that some of these massive projects that are going on, uh, like the South Beltway, really need state leadership if we're going to be able to get them done and for the benefit of our communities. You bring up the South Beltway, Rick. I had a need to venture farther east onto 70th Street, headed to Hickman, and saw that expanse, that portion of the South Beltway. Oh, my gosh. Every time I pass either on 70th or on Highway 77 or take some other way to Hickman or Cortland, uh, it changes. That is moving mm -hmm. so fast, and it is just so massive. It's it's hard for people to really wrap their minds around the expanse of this project that is going to be great once it's completed. But in the meantime, there's a lot of detouring, uh, a lot of traffic that you wouldn't be used to. So just slow down and be patient, and let's wait for this to finish up. Excellent point, Dale. Yeah. yeah it it's just an awe-inspiring project mm -hmm. and shows what can be done when we pull in the same direction. 
And while we're talking about infrastructure, the county board takes a look at the one and six year road and bridge improvement project. And of course, that word bridge always pops out and gets my attention. But uh, the county looks at a combination of federal money, state money, county money. Uh, what's your takeaway? What's your Cliff's Notes version of this infrastructure improvement program? Yeah, that, that's correct. We, every year uh, we have a meeting that uh, Pam, uh, Engineer Dingman, presents uh, her plans, and members of the community are able to uh, testify publicly about their thoughts. And as you may recall, we have... Um, budgeted an additional, I believe it's $3.65 million into infrastructure this year. That, that brings the total over the last three budgets to eight, over $8.5 million we've been able to put into the budget. The big, the big items, I think, to note are that South 98th Street, which has just been an area of tremendous growth, is on the list to be paved hard surfaced in the next couple of years. The engineering's going on on that now. There have been some, a few complications, but it's on track. And that road, uh, with all the traffic volume on it, really needs to be improved. And the good news is it's on the list. Another project that we're committed to, uh, the board has allocated money to improve the access point for Norris High School very busy point on South 68th Street where a lot of teenage drivers are entering and exiting the school and we feel like that that uh, intersection if you will can be improved that's on in the budget and we're hoping to see progress on that in the next couple of years and we'll continue our efforts um, in the northeast area as well uh, Fletcher Road the engineering's been money's been allocated as soon as that's done, we look forward to seeing what we can do to make improvements to Fletcher Road and move truck traffic out of Waverly and off Amberley Road. County Board Chair Rick Vest joining me on Lincoln Live this morning. In past conversations, we have brought up solar power and how the counties had a learning curve in what it can and what it does have and the, the, the potential of allowing that and then you get feedback too from citizens in the area that's proposed for these solar power farms uh talk about that for just a little bit update us on a special permit for solar power um yeah that, that's an ongoing process um for, for most of my career we've been having discussions about wind and or solar power but uh the the current project brought forth by Ranger Power to put a solar farm uh, east of Lincoln in the area of Holdridge and Adams. Uh, they have filed a special permit. It was being heard. No, wait, today's Wednesday, Dale. It'll be heard this afternoon at the Planning Commission. Uh, don't know how the Planning Commission will vote, but it's very likely that uh, either side, whoever isn't pleased with the results will appeal appeal that and it'll come to the county board probably maybe late november early december and that should looks like it'll be uh, the deciding point on whether that project will go forward there is some opposition from folks who live in the area and they have filed for a text amendment a county-wide text amendment 
that was uh, rejected by the planning commission. It's got a lot of moving parts there, but the text amendment will be coming for us for a public hearing in November. The text amendment would change the rules whereby solar uh, projects could be applied for with a special permit. Talk about Steve Wesley being hired as the director at the Youth Services Center and why that's an important hiring. That's a really, really big deal and a real success story. Um, we, we contracted with Zell and they did a nationwide search for us and we had a couple of really highly qualified candidates and we chose Mr. Wesley based on his longtime experience in both the adult corrections and juvenile corrections. He had a very successful career in Delaware, in the state of Delaware. He uh, was able to retire from there and moved on. Now he's focused more on the juvenile side. And we're just excited with what he brings to the position as we attempt to uh, make improvements at the Youth Services Center. Rick Vest joining me for a few more minutes here, Chair of the County Board. Don't want to run out of time here without mentioning the law enforcement memorial ceremony. We both attended this past Sunday inside the City Council Chambers. Weather pushed us indoors. And I think that worked to everyone's advantage, especially people who were not able to attend, because uh, LNKTV recorded the entire ceremony Sunday evening and is making it available on the city's cable system, Facebook, YouTube, and on the cable system itself. So if you want to go and uh, see an emotional ceremony, uh, that's the place to go, LNKTV. Uh, I I had the privilege of emceeing, and you spoke. Very emotional ceremony, Rick. It was uh, a tremendous day in our community, the fact that we could come together and offer or honor these officers who've who've made the ultimate sacrifice on behalf of our community. I I knew it was a big day when I saw you there as the MC, Dale, and I was just honored to get to be a, a, a small part of that ceremony. Ten law enforcement officers in the last 100-plus years, three from the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office, seven from the Lincoln Police Department, have given their lives in the line of duty. And finally, long overdue and lasting forever, a memorial out in front of the Hall of Justice. So if you haven't had an opportunity to pass by and see that memorial, you you owe yourself an opportunity to do that because I think it's it's really awe-inspiring. It's backlit. You've got two statues there of... Law enforcement officers kneeling down in front of the the vertical plaques with the names and the photographs, an, an image etched in the granite of those who have died. So it's a, it's a noteworthy uh, addition to the Hall of Justice, and it was good to see you there, Rick. I I I thought it was a tremendous tremendous ceremony, and I was again I was just honored to be a part yeah. of it. Well, we'll catch up on county business again next month. You know, it'll be just before Thanksgiving time. So we'll have to see how that will work. All right. I always look forward to it, Dale. Thank you for all you do. County Board Chair Rick Vest joining me on Lincoln Live.